And it's Get A Better Broadcast Podcast and Voice Over Voice. Hello, I'm Peter Stewart. We're talking about uh, different kinds of gestures that you can build into your presentation, even if you're in a studio and someone else can't see you, to better explain your argument, your hypothesis, your situation, or to describe a scene or a situation. Why? Why are you using gestures if people can't see you? Because gestures are natural. And if you're building in a bit more naturalness to your physicality, then more naturalness will come out in your voice as well. When you're speaking with an audience face-to-face, you, you, you employ loads of different types of gestures to help you influence them or persuade them or entice them or entertain them. So even if they're not there in front of you, you may still want to use these different kinds of gestures. I've broken these down into three different areas. We'll talk about two of them today and another one tomorrow. And we'll start off with leading gestures, showing people what you want them to do. So, again, if you're describing a situation, a place, a thing, if you're trying to get someone to understand a hypothesis or an argument or telling a joke, whether it be in a studio or maybe it might might be uh, or, or for, for radio or podcasts or video, you may be doing a Zoom call or whatever it happens to be, leading gestures are things like pointing to make them look in a certain direction, raising your hands will encourage them to do the same thing. If you say, "Okay, let's give them a round of applause and you start clapping yourself, that will entice the audience to do that too. Now, I appreciate some of these situations aren't viable for a studio situation. Yeah, when you're on the radio, you're unlikely to encourage your audience, which is unseen and somewhere out there to applaud. I get that. But you understand the hypothesis, the point that I'm making. It's natural to do these kinds of things. And by doing these kinds of things will help you sound natural because you're looking natural and feeling natural. So those are leading gestures. Yeah, You're showing people what you want them to do, like pointing, raising your hands, applauding and so on. But there's also ideas gestures. When you want help to express a thought or create an emotion, for example. And it's funny because while I'm reading through these, I'm using a whole load of gestures myself. You can't see me do it, but I am to help me get over a point. And while I was doing that, I was raising my hand up and down in kind of emphatic way to help me get the rhythm of the sentence. So let me go through some of these ideas gestures. There could be, okay, an open palm indicating openness. Yeah, honestly. Honestly, it does. You're, you're, you're probably doing that yourself, or you can picture me doing it. Honestly, both hands out, outstretched a little bit, just in front of the body, palms upwards, indicating openness. Maybe taking or receiving maybe an idea, or the start of a handshake, because a handshake originally indicated honesty. You were telling that other person that you were meeting that you, did have, you didn't have a weapon in your hand. A hand that's held down as I'm doing now and that really changed my voice as I did that naturally a hand that's held down suggests suppression or secrecy calm down take it easy okay here's another example of an idea gesture a shoulder shrug what does that indicate to you when someone is talking or maybe you're talking you're giving an idea or a suggestion you're telling an anecdote a joke with your friends or with people that you've only just met or maybe work colleagues whatever it happens to do a shoulder shrug indicates what to you i mean to me it's it's kind of i don't care mm, whatever 
ignorance, certainly casual attitude. Yeah, even if it's not rude, it could just be kind of a little bit kind of throwaway. Yeah, whatever, that's fine. Or it could be whatever, uh, kind of really sarcastic. But, you know, it may be anything from, hey, yeah, this works for me. It, it may work for you as well. I don't know. And, and when I was doing that, the shoulders were shrugging and my head was shaking too. A step forward might indicate that you're advancing an important story. A step back or two that you've uh, made your point and are concluding or something like that. And a high up gesture will indicate inspiration, aspiration, lower down, pointing, put your hands down or maybe crouching down even, suggesting poor or rejected ideas or emotions. And and, and as you might imagine, gestures kind of near shoulder level may indicate calmness, stability. So those different kinds of gestures, um, the leading gestures, the ideas gestures, tomorrow we'll talk about verbal gestures. And again, all of these are kinds of things that a lot of people don't do. They're in a studio and subconsciously or consciously they think to themselves, no one's watching, there's no point. Or, or people are laughing at me because I'm in a studio and doing these gestures. No, using gestures is a natural part of your presentational process. And, and, and using natural gestures will help you to get your argument across, your hypothesis over, will help you explain a situation, describe a scene... And you will sound much more natural as you as you speak with your hands as well as your mouth. Okay, that's it for today. Get a better broadcast podcast and voice over voice continues tomorrow. From London, I'm Peter Sear. <laughs>